Welcome to the Amore Magazine podcast here on AmoreMagazine.com. On this episode, I talk to singer-songwriter ZZ Ward. Her full-length debut album, Till the Casket Drops, from Hollywood Records, is now available on iTunes and at record stores everywhere. Here's my interview with ZZ Ward. A friend actually told me about you. I thought... You have such a unique sound, and I couldn't really describe what you sound like. How would you describe your music to someone who hasn't heard you? Um, this is always my favorite question. It's kind of hard for me to say, but I yeah. mean, I would say that I'm like back towards blues meets hip hop. Uh, and, and talk a bit about your debut album, "Till the Caskets Dropped." It, it dropped last fall. Talk a bit about it, and are you are you happy with the way it came out? And are you excited that you know this is your full first full length you know album? Yeah, it's been incredible. I mean. I, a lot of, you know, this, doing music, it's, like, very unknown. I didn't know what it would be like to put a record out, and I didn't know people were going to like it, and it, it's been, the last year was a, was a crazy year, just watching, you know, I toured a lot last year, and watching, like, the fans come out from the beginning of the, that year to the end of that year, it was, like, a huge, you know, growth, and, um, my fans, like a lot of people, love the record, so I'm really happy with how the record turned out. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. With this, you know, sonically and with the reactions that I've had to the fans. Yeah, and talk about a bit, talk a bit about the the first single, "Put the Gun Down." Um, obviously, that's been a big hit, and uh, and also the, the concept for the video. How did that come about? Well, the you, the song, yeah, it's um, you know, it's kind of a it's a song that has like. You know, a lot, a lot of tension. It's a song about being really vulnerable to, you know, another person kind of taking that person from you and you having no control over it. Sure. Um, the video was kind of a mix of, like, telling the story of the song, but also kind of showing me as an artist and how I perform. Uh, so we kind of wanted to keep that live element in there. Because I'm a new artist, so we definitely wanted to introduce people to me and, you know, what I'm like in in three minutes, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wh- which doesn't seem like, like a long time, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, and, and you started um, rapping in Oregon when you were a young child, or younger. Guitar wasn't your your first instrument. Um, Want to talk a bit about that, about, about your youth and growing up in, in music in, in Oregon? Well, I think you said I was a rapper. I was not a rapper. I'd like to okay. correct you there. I do not call myself a rapper. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, well, in the go, hip-hop rap would, world, right? Yeah, I would, well, I would, you know, it's funny because I, I grew up in a really, really small town, like, uh, 20, you know, 20,000 people, and I, and I, and I grew up like a half an hour outside of that town, um, in, like, on like a 23-acre farm lot. So it's really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. The first place that I... Uh, that I went after, you know, I, I was singing in a local blues band, my dad's local blues band, where I was, but the closest city that I could kind of find with any music team was Eugene, Oregon. Okay. And so I walked into a club one night and I saw kind of like this local hip-hop scene going on and um, I ended up singing, I, I started singing a lot of, er, and writing a lot of, of choruses for some local rap artists. So that's how I got involved in the hip-hop scene in, in Eugene and we'd open for Bone Ducks in Harmony and um, yeah. Mike Jones, and when they'd play at the McDonald's Theater uh, uh, there. So that's kind of how I got started with hip-hop. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, what's the first song that you learned on guitar? Oh, the first song I learned on guitar? Probably Dust My Broom. I would I would learn from the lead guitarist of uh, my dad's blues band. Okay. 
So he would kind of give me, like, really unconventional lessons, like, nothing out of a book. Like, all of it was, like, he would just show me how to play blues songs. Uh-huh. And it was really cool because then I could kind of, like, take pieces of things and kind of learn how to, like, you know, play certain chords, and then I'd kind of make up my own songs. Sure, sure. If you could have a dream collaboration, who would it be with and why? Mm, I'd love to work with, like, Azalea Banks. I think she's really awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, I think Frank Ocean is really great. Okay. So, there's a lot of new artists coming out right now that are really, you know, yeah, yeah. impressing me that I'd love to work with. Okay. E-Kid Bogart's your manager, um, and how is it working with him, being such a great, you know, talent and... Uh, in the music world and a producer. Um, and how did you guys meet? Evan originally uh, heard my music on MySpace, which is how I got discovered. Um, I had been living down in L.A. for about three months, and um, he hit me up on the Internet, and, you know, I mean, it's funny because it's, you know, the tail end of MySpace, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got together with him, and I, I played him a lot of my songs, and he really liked the songs that I was writing, and thing that's amazing about um, Evan is that he's he's such an accomplished songwriter, but he has, you know, I'm one of his artists, and he has a, a few other artists, and he's really good at kind of just supporting his artists in what kind of music they want to write and what kind of music they want to make, yep. and, kind of guide, and kind of guiding them in their music, I think. Like, he really, he was kind of, right before I wrote this record called The Casket Jobs. He was kind of the one that was, like, encouraging me to just write the music that I wanted to write and make the album that I wanted to make and not think about what other people would think about it or how it would be received. You yeah. know, he kind of just encouraged me to embrace my artistry. Yeah, yeah. I um, I interviewed Dev, I think it was last year, and she was talking about how she was discovered uh, kind of the same way, you know, with songs on MySpace and the Cataracts, you know, found her that way, and they, they began to record together. So, uh, you yeah, know, it's kind, of, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting, the music world, you know, how people are being discovered now. Yeah. All right, and uh, like you mentioned earlier, you'll be heading out on tour at the end of January, so are you excited Are you excited to tour, um, this being your co-headlining tour with uh, Delta Ray, and are there some cities you're excited to visit that maybe you haven't been to yet? Um, I'm really excited about this tour. I've never done a co-headlining tour before. I've done... You know, a headlining tour, uh, my first headlining tour was last year. So, um, you know, this will be a new experience, and I love Delta Ray. I think that they're, you know, they're definitely a band to watch out for this year. Yeah. And I'm really excited to be going out on the road with them. Uh, there are some cities that I'm really excited about. I mean, you know, I I love Kansas City and New York and L.A. And, I, I mean, there are so many cities, and there's some cities that I haven't played that I'm excited to play. Yeah where I never know what a city's going to be like, but sometimes they just show up and it's so much fun and I'm like so overwhelmed by the love in that city. So it should be a great tour. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and, and kind of this is a follow-up question. Uh, later this week you'll be, you'll be playing Conan. In November you played The Tonight Show. How is it playing those and is it different, you know, playing for an audience and, and also for a TV audience? Is it different than, um, you know, say playing a, playing a show on a tour date? Yeah, it's... You it's, approach it different? It's so different. It's so different. I mean, it's a, it's a totally different thing, but um, it's super fun. I mean, I, I love doing TV stuff. I think that it, it gets me really excited because I feel like so many people get to see it. 
So even though there might not be that many people in your audience when you're doing it, like there's so many people in the world watching you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Yeah, they're both really different things. I mean, I'm still playing a song, but it's different. You know, there's cameras. There's cameras in your face, and the audience is sometimes kind of far away from you. Yeah. it's definitely different, but since I've done, I mean, the Tonight Show was was a really great experience, and I love Conan O'Brien. He's one of my one of my favorite late night guys. So yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. He's a great guy. Uh, all right, and uh, you mentioned earlier that when you were young, you performed with your with your dad's blues band. How does he take that, and the rest of your family? How do they take your success? Are they, they can they They're still? So, my dad, my dad is so proud of me. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's really proud of me. Um, and my family is just super excited about everything. Yeah. Um, my mom is probably the most grounded with it all. She's very, she's very much like, well, you know, she doesn't really get too excited about things. And, um, she, she, she's happy for me, but sure. probably the most grounded out of my family, which is good because it keeps me grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and, and you started selling your CDs just out on the street, um, after performances, right? So. Do you yourself ever wake up and, and pinch yourself and be like, I can't believe, you know, like all this is happening to me, you know? Yeah, like, wow. I mean, I definitely, definitely feel very blessed. I mean, there's some days that I wake up and I'm like, you know, I, I can't believe all this stuff that's happening. And there's other days I wake up and I'm thinking about, you know, what I want to accomplish next. Yeah. So it just, it just depends. But I mean, I've definitely, you know, I've paid my dues and I feel like I continue to pay my dues. Um, you know, I did kind of start off selling demo CDs in parking lots and I've, you know, I've busted and played on street corners, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think, I take all those experiences with me. Okay. Um, especially when I'm touring now, it's like I've played some really hard venues, you know, I've, I've played some really hard situations and, you know, yeah. and, and I've had so many different gigs, so all that stuff has kind of shaped me and made me who I am today. Okay, and what would you tell a young musician um, that wants to follow in your footsteps and, and you know, that is a fan of yours? And I think the best advice I would give someone is write your own material, I think. I think that if you, you know, if you give yourself a voice um, and, and work on your writing, I think it can be incredibly rewarding to do something like that. And also, like, it takes time to find a good team of people to help you, and I think that you have to have a good team around you to help you know, if you want to accomplish big goals, but I think that, you know, the more you can do on your own to get, you know, to get the wheels rolling, I think that that's the advice I would give someone, just kind of, you know, don't wait for anybody, just make it happen. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, And last question, where did the term Dirty Shine come about? Well, Dirty Shine is, you know, it's like that moment I told you about where it's like I decided to do this record and not and not care about what people are going to think. It's just, dirty shine means, you know, embracing your, you know, your best self. That's yeah. Kind of what it means. Your yeah. authentic self. Embracing your authentic self. Okay. Well, maybe someday yeah. it'll become a household term. Everybody will be saying maybe. it. Maybe. <laughs> um, all right. I, well, was just looking through, I was just looking through my fan stuff. Some fans made a um, got dirty shine bumper sticker, so I'm thinking about putting that on my car. <laughs> there we go. That's cool. <laughs> You'll have to post a photo on Twitter so we can see it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool. Thanks, Zizi, for taking the time to answer some of my questions. I really appreciate it. And uh, much success to you and your career. Thank you. That was singer-songwriter Zizi Ward. You can find her full-length debut album, Till the Casket Drops, on Hollywood Records, at iTunes, and at record stores everywhere. For more on Zizi, you can visit her website at zizward.com. 
You can also follow her on Twitter, at ZZ Ward. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast here on amoremagazine.com. <laughs>